With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two, instead of cards, you can buy this. Live as live can get. What in the world is all this crap? I don't know. We are trying to update the website at JiggyJaguar.com, and there's all sorts of fun stuff happening. But we are going to go to Larry Tracy, who is going to join us here in just a few moments. Hello. There's Larry Tracy. How are you, sir? Hey, James. How are you? Uh, pretty good, actually. Now, uh, I want to start with this election stuff. What, 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 what do you make of all this, Larry? Well, unfortunately, I think we're watching an election being stolen before our eyes. And uh, let me take you to my home state of Pennsylvania. And I'm from the Philadelphia area. And this is uh, the Philadelphia Democratic Party. It's, it's almost a, uh, as I was growing up, it was a, a part of jokes about how corrupt it was. I remember one joke was, what's the most efficient business in Philadelphia? And the answer was the Democratic Party because it can manufacture votes out of thin air. <laughs> that was years and years ago. And we're seeing that now where they are not allowing the poll watchers to observe. I finally had a judge say they had to do it, but apparently there's some problem in there uh, that they're, they're still having difficulty with that. So they're hiding something. And that, that's just a disgrace. Uh, Trump's lead is going to drop down and down and down. So uh, that's bad. Uh, Georgia, there's also a problem with votes coming in. But the most, I think the most egregious example of, of the stealing that is going on now is what occurred, I guess, last night or the night before in Michigan, where all of a sudden Trump had a lead and then all of a sudden 138,000 votes were found. And guess what? <laughs> yeah, all 138,000 were for Biden, not one for Trump. Now, common sense tells you that's not the case. <laughs> and uh, But they're, they're getting away with it because of the fact that the press is, is going to do that. In fact, I understand uh, I was reading something today from the Federalist, which is uh, conservative, that they brought this to the attention and put it on a tweet, and all of a sudden the tweet account was blocked. They didn't want anything going out on that. Wow. So tweet, uh, Twitter is now uh, sort of positioning itself as the uh, center of the United States. Uh, this, this this is, I, I guess we say this all the time this year about things. This is without precedent. But they are so blatantly dishonest in how they're handling this thing. And um, I don't know what uh, what is going to happen. I think by the end of the week uh, we could have, well, of course, the networks will call it for Biden, but that's not official. It has to be later, and I think that's sometime in a couple of weeks before all the votes are certified, and Biden has a 270. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I think that's uh, that's the way we're going. It's, it's, a, it's such a disgrace. 
We've got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. And uh, so, so Larry, how do you how do you counter a, a Biden uh, administration? Well, a couple of things that I think should be done. I think we have to remember Donald Trump is president until January 20th, 2021, and the Senate under Mitch McConnell stays in session and is the Senate of the United States Congress until January 3rd. And I think uh, if, if Biden is certified, Biden-Harris has the winners, I think Senator Johnson, uh, the chair, he's from Wisconsin, the chair of the uh, Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, ought to hold hearings and subpoena Hunter Biden, the son who owned the laptop, James Biden, uh, Biden the uh, brother, and Tony Bogolinsky, the former business partner who's come out and said that they're crooks and they were in business with China. It, it would be great theater if they could have all three of them sitting at the committee hearing at the same time, but I, I think it would have to be separate. But I think both Biden should be put under oath. Was that your computer, Hunter Biden? And if he hymns and haws, they probably would have already gotten information from Apple I mean, I've been a Mac user for, for years and years, and every time I get a new Mac, I register it with Apple. So there's a record on there. And I think even if I didn't do it, I think uh, a combination of my credit card would go into the serial number of the computer and would come out that I'm the owner of that. And then she'll start doing them under oath, letting them know what the penalty is for perjury. And, of course, in the back of their mind, they could say, no sweat. Dad and brother will pardon me <laughs> after that's over and then get Tony Bobolinsky to come in. Uh, so I think that's one of the things should be done. But I have to go back. I think one of the biggest, biggest mistakes that the Trump campaign made was in the last debate when they invited Tony Bobolinsky, the former naval officer, uh, business partner, to be at the debate. And I thought, sure, they would do something that Trump would know when the right time would be, and he could say, uh, to Biden, Joe, I'd like you to uh, look out there into the audience and you'll see the fellow that you met in May of 2017 and discussed your uh, cut out of the uh, deal with China. And who knows what would have happened. That would have been explosive, but they didn't didn't do it at all. So I think uh, Trump has been poorly served by a lot of his staff, certainly his debate prep team. But then after January 20th, then there's another point that comes up, and that is, I don't think the Republicans should should play ball with them. There, the Democrat leaders are now saying, "What we want to do is heal the country and come together." Uh, Biden says it's uh, it's not Republican or not blue votes and red votes; it's American votes. That means he's still plagiarizing. That's right out of a Barack Obama speech about doing that. Uh, I think the Republicans, if they genuinely feel that this election has been stolen. And in the Senate, if they control the Senate, and that's still iffy, I think they ought to play hardball. And one of the things that I think that Mitch McConnell ought to do is say, you know, uh, my good friend Senator Schumer has talked about doing away with the the uh, legislative veto because he said he was going to bust his butt in order to have a Republican minority stop all the Biden initiatives. Well, I've thought about that, and I agree with Chuck. We're going to suspend the legislative uh, uh, veto so that the Democratic minority cannot put through some of the cockamamie scales that has like uh, Green New Deal and all the other. Uh, the Democrats would be apoplectic apop apop at, uh, <laughs> at that, but I think that should be the case. I think the Republicans 
should do something that is not characteristic for them, and that is to play hardball in this thing, because this is such an egregious wrong that is being carried out as we watch. So that's, that's my view on it. Go into it and, and then um, hope that uh, 2022, the party in the White House generally makes great, great losses, but the key is we have to maintain the Senate. That, that's it, and they're trying to steal that one as well. They're, but all the Republicans need is 51 senators and get away, do away temporarily with legislative veto, and that makes the Democratic minority powerless to be able to do anything. So that's the way I think about it, James. So there is a rumor that Trump may run uh, in in the next election. Uh, that that would be possible. Would would he be able to? Uh, when you think? Yeah, they, they could be. I mean, as far as the, the veto, if all the Republicans stick together... Oh, and let me add one other thing. There's a Democratic senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, former governor, who votes frequently with Chuck Schumer. He sometimes breaks ranks. But Trump took almost 70% of the vote in West Virginia. The governor took almost that amount of vote on it. So I think the question should be brought to Manchin, are you representing Chuck Schumer and the Democratic leadership, or are you representing the people of West Virginia? And maybe a recall move should start in West Virginia, because he's definitely not supporting them. And maybe he might see the practical way and might even uh, switch over and become a, a Republican. Years and years ago, um, Senator Shelby in, in Alabama, I remember he was the leading Democrat, and he became a Republican, and he's still the senator from there. So I think that's another way they could fish for getting one more vote. But they, uh, if, if, if Manchin votes along with the Democrats, I think that's a, a good opening there to demand a recall, to get him recalled back and have to face an election on that. It is. Larry. So that's, that's really the key. If, 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 if the Democrats are successful in, in getting this election, uh, then I think the fight has to shift over to the uh, Senate, and we just have to hope that the Republicans do get 51, because there's uh, there are two two elections in in uh, Georgia that may go to runoff elections in January. Uh, so if, the re if the Republicans win both, they're in tall cotton. But if they don't, well, then we could have a 50-50, and then you've got Kamala Harris as the vice president breaking the tie. And then you've got what, in effect, is a one-party dictatorship, which I saw many of during my years living in Latin America, and it's not pretty. Fantastic. Well, Larry, I appreciate you making time for us today. How do we get the book, my friend? Well, the, uh, the book is called Bring Home the Bacon, and it's a book on persuasive speaking. It's I bring in my experience of being the senior uh, intelligence briefer to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff in the Pentagon, and then later when I was uh, detailed by the White House to the State Department, I was the uh, leading speaker for the Reagan administration supporting our policy in Central America. So I faced hostile audiences, and I've tried to put all that hard uh, knowledge uh, together into the book. And so you go into uh, Amazon, and you look up Rehome the Bacon, and learn to be a good, persuasive speaker. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today, and we will talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you, my man.
Okay, same to you, James. I appreciate talk it. to you next week. Thank you, my man. We'll talk to you then. Larry Tracy, and we have got more coming up on the other side. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.